So, um, so here's where we are. We are um, at a kind of crossroads. And when we come back from our break, we want to start the process of repeal and replace plus is what our leadership is calling it. And it's to try to put a, um, uh, an effort to begin the process of, of repeal, as you know, and replace. We, we're not going to do it in one bill. The, Democrat, the Democrats, when they passed the Affordable Care Act, as a reminder to everybody, and a lot of our new members don't remember this, it wasn't one bill. It wasn't just re reconciliation. And it wasn't just the law. I mean, it wasn't just passing a law. Kathleen Sebelius was given an incredible authority at HHS to implement the Affordable Care Act. And, and quite frankly, we're continuing to do that last year under the, under the new uh, administrator-designee, Andy Slavitt, and the new HHS secretary. And so we know that, and Tom Price knows, the new secretary, that much can be done to unwind it and to replace it at HHS. Not sure exactly what, and he's in that process right now. That will actually help us a ton to, to uh, allow us to know what we actually have to do through reconciliation. We're still trying to figure out what we can do through reconciliation because of the burger in the Senate and where votes might be in the Senate. So that process continues to take a little bit of time. And then after that, I was a meeting with Vice President Pence on Monday night uh, with a couple of members, and and what's encouraging is is the administration actually wants to do this on an ongoing basis. Meaning, it's not one big bill after reconciliation. Maybe it's a series of small bills, and quite frankly, those series of small bills. And I told this to Sandy Levin yesterday. You know, we'd like to get Democrat support, and it's not just about repealing. Maybe it's about modifying some of the provisions of the Affordable Care Act that maybe we can get some Democrats to agree to in the House, because we're going to need Democrats in the Senate to agree to them. And obviously right now the, the, the environment's really toxic, really, really toxic. Um, not only are our folks on the left so insanely uh, partisan to the point where in one of my meetings I said, you know, if the right and the left don't start allowing us to compromise. It's, it's just going to, it's going to continue to degenerate, degenerate in this country. One of the ladies says, well, "What do you give us an example where the left is is being outrageous?" I said, "Well, let me give you one. It's on the top of my mind. When Elizabeth Warren's bona fides on the left are criticized, you all have a problem." She said, "What do you mean?" Well, she got so kicked in the teeth by the fact that she voted for one of Donald Trump's nominees. I mean, really? Elizabeth Warren? You guys can't give her a break? To which one of the ladies said, well, that was outrageous that she voted for him. It really was. And I all stirred up, like, you're making my point. Elizabeth Warren? She's not left enough for you? So, uh, and we have the same problem, by the way. And so when we, when we do that, we're, we're going to have to overcome both the right and the left. Let me tell you what I mean on the right. So as Jim said, fourth week? 28 days. 28 days. So uh, we got out early last week, and I was back in Ohio. And I'm at three different, different events, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, uh, around the state. And finally, um, at, every, at every event, finally I asked the person. I was just telling Eric, I was with former Senator Mike DeWine at a sportsman event. Um, outside my district, there are about 700 people there. 
And this guy comes up to me in his uh, camouflage hat and his, uh, I just can't even believe it, his Michigan sweatshirt. <laughs> it was a sportsman event. Mike DeWine and I were the had blazers on. We were dressed down, we thought. We weren't. And he comes up to me and he says, again, this is not the first person that comes up to me and says, I'm so disappointed with you guys. I'm thinking, well, the, guy, the organizer told me there were some, some Democrats and some Republicans there. It was not an ideologically uh, just Republican event. Ideology, ideology is probably the bad word, wrong word. Uh, Democrats and Republicans at this event. And he, I said, what are you disappointed about? And he says, I can't believe you haven't repealed and replaced Obamacare yet. It's outrageous. It's just outrageous. How long have you been there now? I said, since January 3rd? And the president's been there like three weeks? And by the way, Tom, Tom Price, the Secretary of Health, no, Dr. Price just got in Friday? Yeah, yesterday? Excuses already. <laughs> he just turned around and walked away. <laughs> and so another guy says to me, yeah, I heard, I've heard the same thing. I said, where are you hearing it from? Well, Sean Hannity was talking about it yesterday, and Mark Levin was talking about it on Thursday. I'm thinking, oh, here we go again, right? So you got the right uh, stirring it up, that we're not doing it fast enough, and the left saying we're doing it too fast. So, uh, again, that is a challenge that we have moving forward. So those of us who are trying to do the responsible thing and, and make our health care system better than it is today. So people in my district who have now, in what county in my district, have one choice of one provider, uh, one family doctor, people on the exchange cannot go to the hospital in their county. So the networks have narrowed both for doctors and, and hospitals. Premiums have skyrocketed, skyrocketed over 100%. We had another health insurer just yesterday announced they were pulling out of the exchange. We've known now for, for a long time that this is unsustainable. And quite frankly, I would argue it was designed to be unsustainable. Barney Frank uh, was pretty open about that. And now we own it. And not all of our guys, not all 242 in the house, understand that, quite frankly. Uh, so we, we continue to try to have uh, that discussion. So yesterday we welcomed a new member, Mike Bishop. We have this thing called the Martin Rule. The Martin Rule um, allows us to fill out the committee. And those who are subcommittee chairmen go first. And you have to reaffirm the... Um, the fact that you want to stay on that subcommittee or go to another opening, sub, another opening. There aren't any opening uh, subcommittees, but we had openings on human human resources, social security, oversight. And so Sam Johnson in the Sam Johnson room uh, held held what he had. Uh, Devin Nunes held, and then I said we had just come from a Kevin Brady and I, Chairman Brady just and I just came from a conference meeting on healthcare. And I said, you know, I, I said, Kevin, after I just watched what we just went through, I think I want to drop health and go to human services. <laughs> and, and somebody said, well, there's not a chairmanship for human services open. One of the staffers, I said, I don't want a chairmanship. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so that's where we are today, folks. Uh, hopefully it gets better at nine o'clock. Uh, but we are, uh, 
you know, we're committed to do this, we have to do this, um, failure is not an option. And at the end of the day, I will tell you this, at the end of the day, my meeting with Mike uh, Pence on Monday night, and he came and talked to the Tuesday group on Tuesday, I mean, he has really grown into his role. And I am so excited about that. Uh, one of, these are private meetings, so I won't tell you who it was, but one of, one of my colleagues at this small group meeting on Monday uh, talked about the opportunity to privatize Medicare and Social Security and how we could you know, really make it more patient-friendly and empower the consumer. And Mike Pence, Mike Pence, who I, who I came in with in 2001 uh, as classmates and know Mike really, really well, said calmly and professionally, you know, I'm really intrigued by that, but now is not the time to play right into the hands of critics and repeal Medicaid and Medicare. Now's the time to reform them and make them better than they are today. Wow. <laughs> You're all brought up, Mike. I am excited. I am really excited. Really important in this important role uh, as a partner, quite frankly, in making our healthcare system better, in improving our tax code to make it more competitive around the world and, and simpler for Americans. And we have to have um, White House leadership. And I think Mike Pence, Tom Price, they're going to be critically important to get this across the finish line, both health care reform and tax reform. So good to be with you today. Everything's off the record. I'll deny I ever said what I said. <laughs> you have to take any questions. Great. Thank you.